Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out, because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Moms Off The Clock podcast. I'm your host and fellow mama friend, Deirdre Brannick. This podcast is dedicated to the moms who need a break to just talk, laugh, feel encouraged, and to examine what we are collectively facing as mothers. Society's standards and exhaustion, okay? You are not alone. It is a pleasure having you all join me in my conversation about motherhood. Welcome to the new moms and welcome back to the OG moms who've been rocking with me since the earlier episodes. I'm so glad you all are here, but let's go ahead and get started because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long. Before we get into our episode and topic, I first want to tell you all to please, please connect with me on social media. My Instagram is at T-H-E-M-O-T-C-C-L-U-B, and that's the Moms Off The Clock Club, and Facebook, our Facebook is Moms Off The Clock, just like it's written on our podcast. If there are any topics you'd like to talk to me about, or you would like me to um, do these episodes more, or elaborate on these episodes more, and give feedback, support, or donate, I would love for you to connect with me, um, and just, you know, talk with me, okay? I love meeting new moms. It's so nice. It's so refreshing, so... Please do that. And also, please remember to write a review on Apple Podcasts or rate the show there or on Spotify. And if you leave a review, I will shout you out on the episode during this announcement portion. Speaking of announcements, I am almost done getting my setup together so that we can get these visuals back and going on YouTube again so we can connect on that personal level so you can see me, connect with me. You can see me going to my notes and in this case, going to my Bible um, because this episode is called Bible study. All right. And I can't wait to talk about this one because I love, love, love God. And I, I'm not afraid to say that I've talked about this on this episode. And I said next Saturday that we were going to be talking about our relationship with God and what God is trying to tell us in this season of our life. I struggled to name this episode because I was like, you know, what? Mm, I don't know, but I'm going to name it Bible study. Because everything I'm going to talk about today is definitely going to be something that you could take with you. And I really, really hope that it blesses you. Okay. And so we're going to get into it. So as I said earlier, I struggled with what I would name this episode. So I named Bible study. But if I could have a subject, it would be titled why your relationship with God is important. And if I could add on to that, I would say why your relationship with God is important to your inner self, to your health, to your well-being, <laughs> to your life, um, to anything that you're trying to be successful at, why God is so important, why your relationship with God is so important. So I'm excited about this one. You know, I want to get into it. So if you're listening, you know what to do. Clock out and grab your wine, juice, water for the fitness moms or coffee for the go-to moms. And let's talk motherhood and Bible study. Okay. So, you know, before we start chatting, we need to say our affirmation of the week. And as always, I'll tell you what I have learned or still learning through today's episode, through today's Bible study. Okay. So this week's affirmation is how I treat people is a reflection of the inner work that I have done or I still need to do. Okay. So let's get into it. Why it is important, why your relationship with God is so important, because the first thing I'm going to say, the first thing of why your relationship with God is so important is because it allows you to focus on what you can control and what you cannot. And everything, every like 
bullet point that I'm going to tell you about. I'm going to have scripture that backs up everything I say because I want you to go back and read these things because the Bible is solely promises of God that he wants you to continue to remember that if he did that this many years ago, he can still do it for you in 2023, 2024, whatever year, right? And so the first bullet point is it allows you to focus. Your relationship with God is so important because it allows you to focus on what you can control and what you cannot. There are multiple scriptures that I'm just going to kind of go down the list of releasing things, your burdens and giving them to God. So Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30, it says, come to me. All who labor and are heavy, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Basically, he's saying, come to me, tell me what you need, rest in me, and I will take that on for you because I'm fighting for you. And First Peter 5 and 7 says, Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. There are multiple times where we try to control things we cannot and it causes us severe anxiety, severe depression. Um, you know, we're, we're sinking in our thoughts and God is like, cast all that on me because I truly care for you. And there is nothing like a care of a father for his children. And, you know, I think about my father, um, and how he cared for me, right? And I remember just when my father was transitioning, I remember talking to God and just praying. And I was like, God, you know, what am I going to do? You know, like my father is passing. What am I going to do? And in this moment, the Holy Spirit just talked to me like, you, all those times that your father supplied the needs for you physically, right? When he gave you money for gas money, when he gave you money for clothes and, and school supplies and all these things, right? Your father was praying to me so that he can supply those needs of his child. And so your father was serving me. You just need to serve who your your father served, you know, and some of those things it takes me back to because I'm the same way with my child. There are anxieties that I have for my family. There are anxieties I have for my baby. Lord knows when she grows up in this world because this world is crazy. And I know I'm I'm talking to the moms because you all know how it is as a mother. You're nurturing, you're caring. You want to protect your child from all those things. But you have to cast your burdens onto the Lord. You have to cast your anxieties onto, onto the Lord. And it says, in first Peter five, six through seven, it says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. So at the proper time, he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And in this moment, this is not about just our children. When he says at the proper time, he may exalt you. He will exalt you if you have anxieties about going back to school, if you have anxieties about work, if you have anxieties about your love life. At the proper time, he will exalt you. Exalt You You just have to make sure that you are casting all your anxieties onto God. God has the proper time for everything. And if you're still worried about your children and how they how they grow up, as I said before, God has the proper time of how he will surround your children with the protection and the love and the support to exalt them. Right. But if you're worried about how am I going to make this and how am I going to get this? How am I going to get this promotion? How am I going to pass this test at the right time and at the proper time? He will exalt exalt you. But you have to cast your anxieties and your cares upon him because he loves you. 
And then Philippians 4 and 6 said, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, I don't know about you, <laughs> but sometimes before I go to go to prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I have anxiety. And so sometimes coming back to that specific scripture, it helps me to remember, hey, you got to breathe, sis. You got to breathe and then you got to pray, because if you're going to worry about this and then pray about it, you're going to cast it all to God and he's going to take care of it for you, which leads me back to that first talking point. It allows you to focus on what you can control and what you can't when you give your burdens to God. That is why your relationship with God is so necessary, because you have to know who he is in your life. That is why it's so important. You have to know that that God, that amazing God that has fought for all these other people in the Bible, he is fighting for you. And you have to remember that because you can't control everything, mama. You can't control everything, babe. (laughs) You can't. So you have to only focus on what you can and allow God to do the rest. All right. So the second point, why relationship with God is so important is that it eliminates the fear because you know that regardless of situations, he will never leave you. And it's so much peace in knowing he is in control instead of all the pressure being placed onto you. Okay. Sometimes we feel like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this mess. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to figure. And God is like, you don't have to, babe. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't have to. When you are in hard positions, I want you to lean on this scripture. Psalms Psalm, you know how people put the S on it. Now, listen, hold on. (laughs) Psalm 46, one through five five says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear for the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. And so I put my name in that that part when it says her and, and mama's listening. Put your name in that place when it says her. God is in the midst of Deirdre. She shall not be moved. Deirdre will not be moved. God shall help Deirdre. And that right early. So sometimes we have to go back to the Bible to look at the promises of God to say, you know, he really will never leave me nor forsake me. But we have to relate that back to our lives. I know some people read the Bible and they're like, man, this is old. You know, like, I don't want to read the Old Testament. I don't know how this relates to me. And sometimes you really got to go back to these scriptures and say, okay, well, how does that apply to my life right now? You know, because I'm pretty sure back in the day, people were trying to figure out, well, well, how does God relate to me in my situation? And I know we are not in the same situation of, of a thousand years ago, but some of the same stuff that people were going through, we're going through it now. And so you have to lean on these promises of God. That's what I think about the Bible. I think the promises of God are written in in scriptures and we have to bring those scriptures out in our prayer life, in our day-to-day walk with God. And that is why a relationship with God is so important. I keep relating it back to that because once you start to pray and you, you lean upon those scriptures, like, God, I know you did this 
for that person, but give me that same wisdom that you gave Solomon. You know, give me that heart to love you that you gave Peter. You know, all those things. Give me that written word and 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 let me go out and seek people out for the kingdom like you, like you did Paul. Those types of things. You know, God will hear you and he will give you the wisdom that you need in this in this modern day. And and it's, I just I'm just pressing you all to just have that relationship with God. And, and I'm going to talk more about that in this next piece. Hey, mama, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at T-H-E-M-O-T-C-C-L-U-B, the Moms Off the Clock Club. And follow our Facebook, Moms Off the Clock, just the way it's written on our podcast. We love to hear from you and hear your feedback. And we'd love to have you a part of our Unity community. See you there. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. The third bullet point of why a relationship with God is so important is because you need a savior. We cannot do life without God. I've heard many people say things like, you know, I can do this for myself and I'm the only person that I can count on. And the only person that I can count on is myself. And I'm here to tell you that is false. Okay. We need a savior to help us through rough and trying times. And I pers- I personally would rather believe there is a higher power than go my whole life thinking I accomplished this all by myself. I have to help with myself. Which leads me to Second Chronicles 7 and 14. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and their and I will heal their land. When I think of this, I think of sometimes we need to be humbled to the realization that we cannot do things by ourselves. Some of us are trying to fix things by ourselves, you know, heal these inner wounds by ourselves. And God is like, turn to me, turn your face to me and I will heal your body. I will heal your mind. I will heal, heal your situation. I will heal, heal your family. And we have to be reminded that we have to call on God, call on God by his name. You know, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need, and it's sometimes I've heard the older mothers of churches say, you know, there was a time I didn't have anything else to say but Jesus, you know, and God knows our hearts. He knows what we're going through, but he's just looking for that humility to say, I need you, God. I need you. And that is why relationship is so important because our relationship with God is truly going to the manufacturer to say, to say, I'm broken, please help me and heal me. Or I'm wounded and only you know how to heal me, oh God. I, I was telling my husband the other day, that's like us getting something from Walmart and then going to Kmart saying like, hey, and for those of y'all don't know Kmart, come on now. Because Kmart was the bee's knees back in the day, okay? We love the good layaway, right? <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, that's like getting something from Walmart, going to Kmart saying like, hey, this where's the warranty to fix this? And they're like, this is not our product, you know, and that's how what we do when we turn to things that are not of God. When we turn to drinking, when we turn to um, binge watching, when we turn to people, right? When we're turning to therapists, when we're turning to crystals, <laughs> when we're turning to astrology, when we're turning to things like of that nature, we're not turn we're not turning to the manufacturer. Because God created us beautifully and wonderfully and he knows how to heal us and, and mend the wounds of our life. Like I, I can't stress that enough. And God is a God of relationship. 
Okay. Yes, he knows all, but he wants you to talk with him. He wants you to sit with him and make time with him because that time is, is just, he wants that intentional time. I say that all the time. He wants intentional time. He wants you to submerge yourself in him. And we can't do that. Like when we're half stepping, like, okay, I'm going I'm to watch this, but I'm going to be on my phone. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to be on my phone. God is like, you're not making me a priority. You're not making me a priority. And think of relationships that you've moved on from, right? Where you didn't feel like you were a priority. You were trying to tell this guy or this girl, you're like, man, listen, you need to make time for me. You always on this and you always on that. You're not making time for me. And God feels the same way. And he's a jealous God because he created us. You know, imagine, imagine just being like, yeah, can you make time for me? Oh yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that later, God. I made you, you know, like, come on. And so God, he wants to feel like a priority. And because he's such a sovereign God, sometimes he allows us to come back to him. Right. And and he waits for us and he waits diligently like the man with the prodigal son. Right. The, well, if you don't know that story, um, the man with the prodigal son his son left and he he left a life of luxury to go live out this life that he wanted to live. And he quickly found out that this isn't the life that I would like to live. He was eating slop with the pigs. Okay. He said, I got to get back home to my father because this is not it. Right. <laughs> and so that's how God is. Sometimes we leave the luxury life of trusting him and we leave the luxury life of having that father and that sovereignty and that love and that compassion to go out and find something else. And we search in it with you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Sometimes we search it out with the crystals and the sage and God is like, you're you're forsaking me. But you'll you'll be back to realize that that stuff is just temporary and God is infinite. You know, he is he is amazing. He is um, he is omnipresent. He is always there. He when you call on him. He instructs certain angels to just be around you and to surround your life with protection. You know, you making it home. I, I think sometimes we have to realize that us just making it home is not a promise that is supposed to be given. That is something that is amazing that God just encamps us with that protection and make it home. Because I don't think people realize that that is such a blessing in itself to be safe in your own, your own home, right? Safe to have drinking water, uh, safe to have a car, you know, safe to have a job like that is God's way of just showing up in your life. And these are blessings that we should not take for granted. But God is so real and he He wants to just love you in the best way possible. And he wants to sit with you. He wants to build a relationship. And I say it like this. He wants to have a real relationship with you, a real moment with you, a real time with you, real. He doesn't want you to be fake with him. Right. He already knows what you're going through. Like, why lie? You know, like you praying like, God, it's all good. He's like, OK, you're lying. <laughs> you know, tell me the truth. What's going on? And I remember I tell people all the time about my relationship with God didn't come overnight. You know, I grew up in church my whole life, but my relationship with God didn't start until I left my hometown and I went to college, you know, and I was like 21, you know, 2021. 20, and when I started that relationship with God, I try to live that life without God. And I was like, you know, I don't have to go to church every day. I don't I don't have to go to church. Well, not every day, every Sunday. You know, I don't I don't need to I don't need that. You know, I can just talk to God every now and then. And I found myself in so many bad places and so many situationships. Right. You know, what I'm talking about pre-marriage. Come on, talk to somebody. Situationships that were not beneficial to me. And it it blocked a lot of 
the intellect that God has given me. I was very stupid in that time. And I was just like, you know, I don't I don't want this. But let me tell you how God is so amazing. He's so amazing because he sent certain people in my life to be like, you want to come to church with us? You want to come to church with us? Um, And we had a church on campus uh, in North Virginia at my college. And I remember one of my friends, Bindu, shout out to Bindu. She was like, you know, you could come to uh, my church. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know. And I put it off for weeks. And then finally I went and felt just this enlightenment love. This is where I was supposed to be this whole time. And that I can't do life without God. I truly can't. And so I just implore you to have a relationship with God and to go back to those scriptures that I told you about because God is really amazing. He's an amazing God. And I know that sometimes we have gone through heartache and hardship and all these different things. And you're like, "Mm, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk to him. I'm angry at him. And if anyone knows about being angry at God, it's me, you know, and I kind of, I started this story and I didn't finish it early in this, but my relationship with God was truly, you know, I said, I, I started out in college of really, really diving deep into God and who he was. Right. And building my relationship with God. But it, it really, really started when my dad passed because, in that moment, I was mad. I was mad. I was like, all that fasting, all that praying for my father, and you didn't see him through. And I remember just saying, like, God is my everything. And God in that moment was like, no, I am your everything, you know, and I will still uphold you. I will still see it through. I will still give you the blessings that you that I want you to have, you know, because I'm not deserving of it. I was going to say that I deserve it. I'm not deserving of those blessings, but the blessings that God has bestowed on my life that have been written before I even knew my name, you know, and so. I remember just being so angry at God during that time, but I would tell him that I was like, God, I'm angry, but I know that I need you. And I would, some days I would get on my knees to pray and all I could do was sob and all I could do is get angry. All I could do is just stand up. I don't want to pray right now, but I kept coming back because I needed him. Truly. I, I truly did. There was no, there was never a moment when I was like, I'm going to do life without God. It was just a moment of God. I'm angry that you had to take one of your best people to be back up there with you. I'm very angry, but God was like, you know what? It's okay. But that doesn't mean that I'm a bad God. And some of us have associated bad events of our life or events that have caused trauma with God being a bad God of why did you let me go through this? Why did you let me go through that? That's an answer. I I can't give you. I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious with you. I don't know. I don't know why some of us have gone through trauma. I don't know why some of us has lost, have lost people closest to us. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that with my situation of also losing my mother, that God is not a bad God because he still continued to keep me and my family. Right. He still continued to give me peace. Is it a hard transition losing both my parents? Absolutely. Is it a hard transition going through trauma? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure people listening right now is like, well, you don't know my story. And I don't and I never will. But God does. And I pray that he has, you know, he allows you an opportunity to know him better. And I pray that you have an opportunity to to really open your heart to say, I want to try again. Because he's not giving up on you. He's not. And I pray that this this Bible study, <laughs> I 
first of all, I pray we can do this again because I really enjoy talking about God. But I really do hope that this inspired you to check your spirit and check in with God. Maybe if you are listening to this, maybe you haven't given God intentional time and you're like, I do want to give him more intentional time. And if you're listening, like, I want to know who God is, I pray that you find out who God is and you find a church a sh- church or a small group that you can get into. Or, you know, we have access to everything, so it's no excuses, okay? <laughs> or going online and finding a trusted pastor. I know I will shout out Radiant Church um, from Tampa. Um, I really love Pastor Aaron Burke. We came from him, so uh, from in Florida, so we really loved Pastor Aaron Burke and, and, and the Radiant Church. It was a really wonderful church. So I would say check him out, you know, and some people check out T.D. Jakes. I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, let me see. I also like Elevation. And uh, I think I'm going to stop there because <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Those are one, uh, some of my favorite people that I listen to. Um, but I just implore you to to seek God. And if you have a relationship with him, go a little further, go a little further, because I, I think I can truly speak for a lot of people when I say God is trying to get our attention. And I'm not saying that he's coming back, but I'm not saying that he isn't, you know, I'm because we never know the time or the date. Right. But all I'm saying is he's trying to get our attention for something. And he's trying to he's changing a lot of people's lives and he's allowing a lot of people to find him and seek him. And he's meeting people where they are. And I just want to say, I hope that that was you listening to this. I hope that you got what you needed out of this. Or maybe this was just something to pick your spirits back up because you've had a hard week. Either way, I hope it blessed you, mama. I really do hope it blessed you and I love you all. You are doing an amazing job, you know, and I'm just so grateful for you. And as you get ready to clock back in, mama, know that you're doing the best you can. And it's not about being perfect. It's about being what? Progressive. Until next time, mamas, see you soon. And let me go check on my baby. Bye.